Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. What do you do if your boyfriend says they'll break up with you if you don't have a baby with them? We'll get into that in a bit, but first, just found out I'm disinherited. I, 35-year-old female, just found out that my sibling, 41, are cut out of my parents' 70s will. They have millions and plan on leaving it all to charity. My brother and I both pretty much live paycheck to paycheck. Let me be clear, we are in regular contact and have a good relationship, maybe not as good as I thought. I'm doing EMDR therapy right now for some issues with how my mom has contributed to me feeling like love is conditional based on my weight and appearance. My dad has a history of severe rage episodes that had me constantly on edge. Honestly, I'm glad they're in a good financial spot as they age and I don't have to worry about having money to help them in their old age. My dad has a family history of dementia and may need to be in a home or require at-home nursing care one day. However, my mom remarked to my brother that us kids are getting nothing as they plan on leaving millions to charity. That means that over the rest of their lives, they plan on hoarding their wealth and not spending it on themselves. I've previously told them I hope they spend their money while they're alive. They do not plan on this apparently. They plan on continuing to live well below their means and having millions left over when they pass. I know I'm not entitled to their money. It's not mine. If they had nothing to give me, I'd be okay with having nothing. Recently, however, they keep bringing up their net worth to me, which I've been confused as to why. I feel like I was never good enough. My parents have said through actions, little digs, and outright, your father and I are really disappointed in you, that I'm a failure. Both of us are single without kids. I'm single because I haven't found my person, not because I'm actively not wanting a relationship. My mom is really disappointed about not having grandchildren. I'm hurt and feel like this is going to be their final way of saying we aren't proud of you. I'm happy for them to leave something to charity, but like, all of it? Millions? I really feel like a huge jerk for being hurt over this. We are politically on the same side. They aren't super religious and they don't believe I'm going to heck or anything like that. I'm just kind of shocked and confused. I don't know how to navigate my feelings about this and would love some outside perspective. On the one hand, I feel like they're sending me a hurtful message. On the other hand, I don't want to feel disappointed or hurt because it's not my money and I know they don't owe me anything. So just to be completely transparent, if I were an OP situation, I'd be feeling a bit miffed about it too, to be honest. I guess at the end of the day, you have to understand that it is not your money, you're not owed it, but it's no secret that dang, it would be nice to have that inheritance. And honestly, I think for a lot of people, finding out that you're out of the will would cause them to straight up sever any relationship. I can't imagine it would ever be easy to make peace with this, but I think sooner or later, however you do it, it's something that you're going to have to do. Also, hi, I'm Steven, and if you guys enjoy tricky relationship topics, why not hit those like and subscribe buttons down below. That said, our next story is my 27-year-old female, husband, 30-year-old male, wants to move. And I don't know if I want to go with him because I'm sacrificing a lot. Am I giving too much to make it work? My 27-year-old female, husband, 30-year-old male, and I have been together for five years total, dating for three and a half and married for one and a half. 
My husband was offered a job in a new state. When he was given the offer, we briefly discussed moving and I agreed that he should accept the job. At the same time, we were discussing the possibility of a divorce with the assumption that if he took the job, that I would not be going with him. Among other reasons, this was largely due to personal health reasons. My doctor and I determined that I should not have kids, and this was an issue with my husband since he had always wanted to be a dad. He really struggled with the fact that he wouldn't be a dad, and he said that he didn't think he was cut out to help me through my health concerns. I completely understood where he was coming from, so we were by no means on bad terms. A week after he accepted the job and we decided we should separate, I found out I was pregnant. This was a complete shock to the both of us, but we decided that I would move with him and we would have the baby. As predicted, it was a horrible pregnancy for me, and we unfortunately ended up miscarrying. We're now set to move in three weeks, and I've been really struggling with it. I'm realizing that I don't want to move. I would have to leave my job and take a step backwards in my career due to lack of opportunities in my field, leave my friends, the house that I bought, and leave my family. My mom is terminally sick and isn't expected to be around much longer, and my family members that moved away that I'm very close to just told me that they're moving back home. In addition, I have an eating disorder that I've finally gotten under control due to my current treatment, and it's scary to think that I could relapse if we move. I'm feeling incredibly anxious about the move. I don't want to go, but I am nervous that if I don't, I'll regret leaving my marriage. I don't know what the right choice is. I know that we can always move back, but my husband has made it clear that his intentions are to stay there and buy a house. He did say that if after two years I'm still not at home, then we can consider moving back home, but a lot can go wrong in two years. I visited the new city a few times in the past month to get excited, found new coffee shops, joined book clubs, found running groups, and got a new job to make myself as excited as possible for this move, but it's not working. I'm still completely dreading it. Regarding kids, my husband still wants one and thinks we should try. I'm terrified to be pregnant again. Also, he's made comments about my weight before and how he wouldn't be as attracted to me with a mom bod, and that makes me feel anxious. It also has had a negative impact on our sex life since I gained weight with the pregnancy and am now very self-conscious in front of them. That being said, I do think he's really trying to work on that and to make me feel attractive. It just seems like OP has a lot of concerns going on here. I'm just wondering what's the good in the relationship? What are the things keeping OP here in that relationship? Is this guy perfect beyond all of these faults or concerns that OP's having? To me, it sounds like OP's kind of going along for the ride, but they don't want to go. This guy already in the past said that they're not cut out to help you with your health concerns. How does it shape up to get any better? Our next story is, my 20-year-old female, boyfriend 22-year-old male, has deleted me on social media because I have a charity quiz with work. We've been together a year and a half. Right, so long story short, at a work event in April, I was spiked. It was awful. Because of this, he's saying it's now a boundary for him that I cannot go to work events if I don't have to go to. This work event is in three days time. I want to go as I went last year and it was fun. It is the opposite type of event to where I was spiked. The event I was spiked at was a contacts evening with loads of people from all sorts of businesses. This event is strictly for my profession, and I'll be at a table with strictly only my co-workers. I've told them I won't drink, and that if it wasn't three days away I'd cancel, but I don't want to leave my colleagues without a full team and I want to go. 
He told me he can't be bothered and will talk to me tomorrow, and now deleted me off of social media so I cannot message him. I last told him I love him, and now he's deleted me. How do I get him to understand that this isn't a boundary and that one experience shouldn't categorize how I spend my professional career? 100%, I understand why they're bothered by this, why they're concerned about this, but the way they're treating OP here is just not fair. They can't control OP's life. They can't say, no, you can't go out and experience these things that you want to have fun at just because, yeah, you had one negative experience, one very serious outlier. In a relationship at 20 or 22 years old, in a situation where you're expressing you need to have your freedom and your fun, they just go and delete you so you can't even message and dip. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. I would very heavily reconsider things here. Can you just imagine putting up with long-term somebody who you have a disagreement with? They're just going to go, okay, can't bother, bye, and just leave? Not just remove themselves from the situation, but block you, delete you, sever any form of communication. This guy just ends up being incredibly controlling. Our next story is new partner, 42-year-old male, coming on too strong for me, 40-year-old female, but he is so nice. Please help. I just started dating someone who is extremely kind, thoughtful, and attentive. I was drawn to his sweetness and his openness. We've seen each other for about five weeks and been on five dates prior to this weekend. I invited him to my place on Saturday evening and I cooked dinner for him and we slept together for the first time. It was just okay. I had to go to work in an art gallery on Sunday and he decided to drop by and visit me. He then stayed the whole day. I had agreed to cut my friend's son's hair after work and when I was trying to get a feel for when he was going to go home, he said he wasn't planning anything except being with me, so I kind of felt like he expected to keep hanging out. He came to the haircut and then we went grocery shopping and I cooked again last night. I was exhausted after the night before, a day of work, cutting my friend's kid's hair and making dinner. I had told him that I was really, really tired and so he said he would give me a massage. He did that and it was wonderful and he didn't sexualize it at all and brought me water and Vaseline for my dry lips and I fell asleep. But only after a conversation in which she also said he was starting to fall in love with my face. To which I replied that seemed a bit quick for me. I've been clear all along that I want to take things slowly, but I'm doing a poor job advocating for that this weekend. He stayed the night and left early in the morning because my daughter comes to my house, even when she slept at her dad's house, because I take her to the school bus. Dad and I share custody of her three kids. When he woke up in the morning and during the night, I felt him awake and maybe gently stroking my hair or lightly kissing me, but I just didn't want anything to do with him and it made me feel horrible. I am emotionally exhausted from spending so much time. 
I clearly have people-pleasing tendencies and should have been explicit that I needed some time alone. I now test secure on attachment style tests are, but I am a former fearful avoidant, which means I have had traits of both anxiousness and avoidance depending on who I'm in a relationship with. Past relationships have triggered my anxious side, but this one is triggering my avoidant. This guy sounds nice, but definitely overbearing and also kind of sounds like the guy that is going to kind of crash course this relationship. I think it's something I struggle with too, actually, where when you first start getting into something with somebody that you like, you're just ignited by it. You want to give everything to it. You want to be there constantly and you just completely burn it up all in one go. If he seems nice and he seems receptive and it seems salvageable, I would just make your needs known and present and communicate those. I think especially at that point in your life, that's the best thing you probably can do. If they don't respond well, or they start acting all sad puppy, oh you're kicking me out, then you kind of know that it's just too big of a red flag probably. Our next story is, my mother, 42 year old female, is mad that I, 19 year old male, prioritize my little brother, 9 year old male, over her. My 19 year old male, mother, 42 year old female, just broke up with her boyfriend of one year, and she's been going through it. When she told me about it, I immediately went over to her house to keep her company. I stayed there for more than a week and was happy to do so. I actually got into a fight with my dad. I'm currently staying at his place because I just left without warning and only told him about it when I was already there. After a week, I had to leave and told my mom I'd stay over again after a bit. I just had to go back to talk with my dad. A day after I left, she called me and told me she was feeling down. We talked for about 20 minutes, but the entire call, my little brother, 9-year-old male, was bugging me about wanting to play. So I told her I'd handle him first and I'd call her later that day. She suddenly blew up and told me I was choosing my little brother over her and hung up on me. After that, she wouldn't answer my calls at all. Whenever I tried texting her, she would just tell me to go and take care of my little brother instead. I knew she was mad, but after a week of that, I told her I'd stay over again because I knew she needed it. She finally replied and told me I wasn't there when she needed me, saying that I shouldn't go to her because I can't have access to her just when I want to. Any thoughts? Am I in the wrong? How should I go about this? I feel like this is a bit of a pot calling the kettle black situation, where because she couldn't have access to you just when she wanted to, she goes and kind of pushes that on you. It's a bit of projection going on. You can't have access to me just when you want to, because I can't have access to you when I want to. How do you deal with someone like this? Honestly, what comes to me natively in this situation is just being like, okay, about it. Alright, if that's how you feel, I'm sure that'll make them livid, but you just keep up that, okay, alright, if that's how you feel, facade. Our next story is, girlfriend got mad at me because I, 36-year-old male, shipped keys and didn't tell her immediately. I, 36-year-old male, was on vacation recently with my girlfriend, 32-year-old female, and several others. I had accidentally taken a set of keys that one of my family members needed but wasn't told that they were needed immediately until I was already hours away from home. So on a Monday, I went to the UPS store in the morning to go mail them back home. My girlfriend wasn't awake yet when I got up, so I quietly got ready and left. I told the first person I saw to tell my girlfriend that I had to go to the UPS store if she came down before I got back. Turns out she was half asleep when I left and came downstairs to see where I went. She was told exactly what I said. 
I went and shipped the keys and then made a pit stop at a gas station and went back to where we were staying. Everything was done and the keys would arrive the next day. I didn't think anything of it and thought my girlfriend had been asleep until I got back. I mentioned that I got a charger earlier in the day but didn't mention the UPS store as I didn't think it pertained to anyone there but myself and it was a small inconvenience to ship the keys. Apparently me not telling my girlfriend was a mistake and she was waiting for me to bring it up even though she already knew. So she ended up bringing it up and asked me why I didn't volunteer that info. I didn't think it was important so I didn't talk about it randomly. At one point she said everyone there thought I was being strange though I didn't get that vibe and nobody else said anything. So I guess she was offended that I didn't tell her where I had gone and she thought that I had something like a ring shipped to where we were staying. It was like I couldn't convince her after that point that I had gone to ship keys. And later on I came to find out that nobody else thought I was being strange and she was using blanket statements even though she was the only one thinking that. She just told me everyone thought that for some reason. I think she's kind of insinuating she thought it was going to be some proposal thing or something. But yeah, I don't see OP having done anything wrong in this situation. What did they possibly do wrong? It's almost conflicting because it's like, okay, so she clearly wants a proposal, but she did so while acting like that. So how ready do you feel to run out and grab a ring? Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Our next story is... I, 28-year-old female, found a picture of my sister's sex toys on my husband's 26-year-old male phone. We've been together over five years. My mom and sister went out of state on a trip last week, and they paid my husband to check on the dogs every day and feed them. Unbeknownst to me, while he was there at some point, he snooped through my sister's stuff and took a picture of her toys. She hides it in a basket in her closet and my sister and I are extremely close, so I recognized exactly what it was as soon as I saw the picture. I found the picture hidden in a KeepSafe app on his phone. I am horrified and disgusted. He was trying to say he was going to use it as blackmail, and then he said he doesn't know why he did it. I am so sickened. Like, what the freak? What should I do and what would you do in this situation? I already chewed him out and he knows I'm so ticked off. Not sure if this is worth divorce or not. I mean, if he clearly went snooping to find this thing and took a picture of it, his alibi wasn't pretty good. I mean, he went to, he was going to use it as blackmail? Like what? If anything, that just made it even worse. If I were an OP situation, I would feel kind of conflicted as if he was living some secret alternate life on his phone, hiding stuff away. There either needs to be some great communication from him immediately or it probably could be relationship ending. Our next story is, girlfriend wants to wait for sex until marriage. I, 20-year-old male, have been with my girlfriend, 21-year-old female, for a few months. We've been taking things romantically at a somewhat slow pace, which I've been fine with. However, yesterday the topic of sex came up, and she admitted that she wants to wait until marriage. 
Now, I don't think I feel the same way, and I feel kind of conflicted. Either way, I still absolutely love her and feel so connected to her, and I'm not comfortable with the idea of sex with her just yet at this point, but I feel like as time goes by, I'll start to feel differently. Any advice? I would just say if this is something that she personally has a strong conviction on, you can't force her and you're definitely going to be a jerk if you try to push it because you want that when she doesn't. If it gets to the point where you decide it is something you want or it is something that you genuinely need to have in a relationship to be happy, that's something you two need to be adults and have an actual conversation about and identify is it something that you guys can compromise on or is it just a fundamental issue in your relationship that may or may not be a reason for you to separate. This next story is boyfriend, 27-year-old male, keeps saying that he wants to put a baby in me, 27-year-old female. I have been worried that my boyfriend, 27-year-old male, is possibly trying to baby trap me. We've been dating for about three months now, and from the beginning, he's joked and made comments that he wants to put a baby in me. The first time he ever said that, I called him out and told him that it was a gross and weird thing to say. He apologized and said he was just making a stupid joke. After that, it kind of became an inside joke between us, at least to me, like making fun of him basically for saying something so weird. More recently though, he started saying it again in a way that doesn't always seem like he's joking. Or he's made other comments along the same line that just don't sit right. He already told me that he loves me and he wants to marry me. He often calls me his wife. Today when I was leaving his apartment, he lifted up my shirt and kissed my belly and said again that he was going to put a baby in me. I brushed it off and left, but when I got home, I couldn't shake this feeling of unease. It bothers me that he continues to make that comment after I've already had multiple conversations about not wanting to have kids anytime soon. I haven't quite figured out if I even want to have kids at all and am set to attend grad school next fall. He is aware of this. I'm going to talk with him and tell him that him making those comments isn't funny and request that he stop or I'm going to leave the relationship, but I feel like this is a pretty big red flag and I'm looking for some other people's thoughts on this. I know some people have a fetish about getting people pregnant so I was thinking it's maybe more of a sexual thing, but I just can't really tell if there's potentially some darker underlying intentions here, like maybe manipulation, control seeking, etc. I know people will say to trust my gut instinct, but I was emotionally abused growing up and have a lot of relational trauma, so sometimes I'm not sure if I'm overreacting about things and I have a hard time trusting my own instincts. So I'm just looking for some additional insight from others who maybe experienced something similar to this or know someone who has. Is my boyfriend's behavior as big of a red flag as I think it is? Or am I overreacting to just dumb guy behavior? Honestly, I think it very easily could be some kind of fetish leaning thing. I think there's plenty of guys out there that kind of enjoy the thought of it, not necessarily being sincere about it. At the same time though, he could be sincerely wanting to, and I can very easily understand why that would give you pause. I think the biggest issue here is you saying it makes you uncomfortable and them not respecting that. And also, as the story went on, my mind kind of went to a place of longer-term relationship. Then I looked back, realized this is a relationship that's been going for three months. Unless this is just like something that gets him going, you know, is just a for fun thing, not actually sincere, it's way too soon for that kind of stuff. 
Our next story is, boyfriend, 32-year-old male, says he'll break up with me, 32-year-old female, if we don't have a baby. I, 32-year-old female, been together with my boyfriend, 32-year-old male, for four years. Since we started dating, we talked about and made sure we were on the same page about not wanting children. We've been happily dating since then, and I've truly felt like I'd found my soulmate. We haven't talked about having children again, and so I assumed nothing had changed. Until yesterday. We were on a crowded bus in the middle of the city center on our way to meet his mom and sister when he says that we have to get off and that he has something to tell me. So we get off. He starts crying, saying that he's realized that he wants children and can't imagine a future without having at least one and that it's become more important to him than being with me and that we have to break up if I don't change my mind. I was really shocked. I had no idea he'd been having these thoughts, but apparently he's been thinking about this for several months. I feel so betrayed that he didn't include me earlier on his thoughts, and that it's gone so far that he wants to break up basically right away if I don't say yes. We don't even live together yet. The last year we've spent hunting for apartments and we're not financially stable enough yet either to even consider having a baby, which he now says he needs within a year. I told him that I don't want a baby right now and that giving me this weird ultimatum from out of nowhere is really unfair because he has had a lot of time to think about this. I haven't and I don't feel good about making the decision to have one under these circumstances either because to some extent it would be out of fear of losing him. I am so mad at him because if he had clued me in on this earlier we could have had a conversation about it and I could have considered having a baby with him. We talked all night and he's agreed to give me some time to think about if I want to have a child with him and I honestly do not know what to do. If I say no, I lose the love of my life. And if I say yes, I don't know if it would be a decision I make out of fear. What should I do? I can't imagine finding myself in this situation because there is a very real fear that this person that you thought was perfect for you in every way all of a sudden could be out of your life and you're afraid. But I would take stock of what you said, and I would look back and think about it pretty hard. You said you never want to have children. You said you talked and made sure they were on the same page about not wanting children. Bottom line, I would reflect heavily on pregnancy, the nine months of that, raising a kid, affording to care for them, with food, clothes, daycare, the sheer time investment that you're going to have to put into to raise them. I mean, whatever you wanted to do in your life, When you have that kid, it kind of derails the whole thing, right? I'm not saying you can have a life, but it would be a heck of a lot more difficult. I would just say don't allow the fear of losing him to make you in any way underestimate how hard and how long it'll take to raise this kid. If you reflect on all that and think it is something that you can manage with them, then I think maybe you have your answer. But I think if there's any real lingering doubt, there's more conversations to be had with him. Our next story is... I don't think I'll ever be okay. Before serious issues presented themselves in my three-year marriage, I, 33-year-old female, asked my husband, 36-year-old male, to go to marriage counseling to get on the right track. He refused. After serious issues arose, issues with communication, divorce threats, and one instance of physical violence, I begged and begged him to attend therapy. He refused again. And after a final threat of kicking me out and divorce, I initiated a hopefully temporary trial separation. I moved out this weekend. I went into it confident, prepared for things to get better between us and prepared to be let down. We agreed to be monogamous. 
We agreed to talk to each other and see each other on occasion. To my surprise, I can barely function because I am so sad. I expected to be a little sad, but this is overwhelming. I have never cried so hard. I've never felt so alone. My apartment feels so cold. I want to be back home. Nights spent arguing with him felt better than this. How do I get through this without falling apart? How do I stop worrying about our future? I feel like it's just very early in this process for OP. I think it's understandable they feel the way they do, and they're expecting a lot of themselves in a time frame that's not realistic. Especially after being with somebody for three years, it might be jarring to spend some time on your lonesome. I think it's something that just needs to be given some time. Our next story is... I, 38-year-old male, decided to become my niece's caretaker after my estranged brother, 45-year-old male, suddenly passed away. I need advices about pretty much everything. I, 38-year-old male, have, or I should probably say had, an older brother. Let's call him Mike, 45-year-old male. I don't have many good memories of him. He was a troublesome guy. Since he was a teen, he would steal, smoke, do drugs, and generally act violent toward anyone who dared contradict him. My parents did their best, but when he was 22, he was caught stealing and he was arrested. He was in prison for a short period and when he came out, he moved out and I never saw him again. Last month, I got a call from a police officer. Apparently, my brother passed away and left behind a daughter, my niece, Laura. She's 13. The police officer and a couple of women from the social services told me that I'm basically Laura's only living relative and I can confirm that, at least on my brother's side. I'm single, but I have a decent job as a computer engineer, so I could afford taking her in and my house is big enough for two people, so after thinking about it, I decided to take her in. I was pretty anxious about meeting her. Social services gave me some advice. I bought the basic stuff she'll need, toothbrush, toothpaste, soap and stuff like that and try to prepare myself to the best of my abilities, but I have zero experience in taking care of a child. Tomorrow, I'll drive to the structure she's currently staying in. I need help. I think the important thing is being completely supportive, open, and transparent. I think asking her if you can do anything that would make her more comfortable, if there's anything you can customize or change around that might make things a little bit easier on her, that you're there for her and willing to do what you can to make things better. I think just listening to them, hearing them out, being there for them, and providing what you can is really all you can do. I would just say be wary of being overbearing or overdoing too much. Definitely let them acclimate as they need. This next story is, my fiancé, male 45, wants me, female 39, to change my name after marriage, but I want to keep my own name. On one hand, the idea of having the same name feels more like a team. We've joined through marriage. For me, however, this doesn't necessarily mean taking his name. I've suggested that we both hyphenate. It's a way of showing name unity if that's even a phrase, but both of us keep elements of our names, but we also both make a change. That seems fair to me. His response was that his name is part of who he is, so he's not changing. Yet, looking at it from that perspective, it's okay for me to lose part of my identity? I also jokingly suggested that he take my name. It was an adamant no. It's my family name. This won't be a deal breaker or anything, but I'm finding his hypocrisy a bit annoying at the moment. I will probably end up just keeping my own name if he doesn't budge, even though it would be nice if we both had the same name. I really don't want to take his though. It's a nice surname, but in this day and age, it's not a requirement. I've heard of this becoming more and more prevalent in the modern day. 
It's definitely tricky because I totally understand him wanting to keep his family name and carry on that family name. At the same time, I completely understand OP wanting to carry on their family name, especially if it's something you took pride in your whole life up to that point. I know maybe a lot of people don't see hyphenated names as being very sleek or even convenient, but I think really that's going to end up being the best scenario or even having your own family name that you create together rather than trying to force one side over the other. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now if you want to hear another tricky relationship topic, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories.